Hello, 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 everyone. How are you today? I pray that you guys are all doing well and that you are standing strong in the Lord and in the power of his might today. Amen. Uh, glory to God. Hope you guys can uh, see me and I hope you can hear me here. Um, hope you can see me and I hope that you can hear me. Uh, Let's see here. I'll put my glasses back on because I don't want to be squinting. My glasses are dirty. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope you guys are doing great. I am doing well. Um, glory to God. Very thankful to be here uh, with you guys today. And um, thank you all for um, joining me by way of podcast. Just uh, one second. Thank you for joining me by way of podcast. And uh, thank you for joining me by way of YouTube Live and uh, Instagram Live. We're going live here on Instagram. All right. Hello and welcome. Welcome to you guys. Instagram Live. Hello and YouTube Live and the Divinity Life podcast. My hair is looking a lot curlier than I thought it would, but we're not going to worry about that. <laughs> so uh, welcome back uh, to today's uh, broadcast. Um, hope you guys had a great uh, weekend. I know I um, haven't seen you in a few days and um uh, over the weekend, uh, we really, really had a blast in the Lord. Um, actually it wasn't, um, it was more, uh, we blasted some demons. That's what we did. <laughs> we blasted some demons this weekend. So, you know, that's my thing. I love to, uh, tear down Satan's kingdom. Amen. And, um, Establish my father's kingdom, my kingdom, our kingdom here uh, in the earth. So, yeah, uh, very, very uh, glad about that. I was uh, ministering at a church um, here in DFW uh, called uh, called uh, Lifehouse Ministries uh, over in Lewis, uh, Texas. Uh, pastor there is Pastor Patrice. Um, and I, I forget her last name, but, um, uh, I visited there once before and, um, I was invited there to uh, come and minister. So, um, I ministered, uh, to, uh, one, uh, a church that is associated with that one, um, uh, several years ago, I guess it was about, about six years ago. And, um, yeah, um. It was a it was a, a great blessing. So uh, I was invited to come back, and uh, very, um, you know, very grateful for the opportunity to be used by God over there. Um, it was, uh, you know, it it, it 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 was great. It started out um, uh, as uh, you know we started they started in prayer, and then we had worship. My sister uh, Melissa. Henderson, um, who you'll be, whom you'll be seeing this week, uh, here with me. Um, she, <coughs> excuse me, she led worship 
uh, for me over there. And uh, I mean, <laughs> did she lead worship? It was like, it was so, so amazing. And, uh, the, you know, the presence of God was so thick and, and uh, rich in there. Uh, the glory, you know, of God was so thick and so rich in, in that place. Um, you know, uh, and then uh, I ministered the word uh, called restoring the kingdom within you. Sorry, I'm just setting up over here while I'm talking to you. Uh, I, I ministered the word called uh, um, restoring the kingdom within you. And uh, we were um, uh, are talking about, you know, the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of darkness and what, um, how, you know, each one is progressing. What are the problem areas that we can, you know, that we need to correct in the kingdom of God uh, in order to establish his kingdom here? This seems to be much brighter on Instagram than it is um, here on the live stream. Let's see if I can get better lighting for you guys. I don't know if that looks better. I think it does. So we're just going to roll with that. Hope that looks better. Um, but the light over here is wonderful. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the word the word was pretty sharp. I have it posted on my YouTube channel. If you want to go there and watch that video or uh, of the service, uh, we captured as much as we could. Um, my son was uh, the quote unquote cameraman, videographer, etc., and um, <clears throat> my intercessor and all of that. So I'm really, really grateful to him, grateful to Sister Melissa for uh, leading worship, powerful, powerful, powerful time of worship. Please don't miss that. If you uh, you can watch it by YouTube on my YouTube channel, Divinity Life, or you can go to my podcast and I have it uploaded there as an audio file. Uh, also, you can catch it on Facebook, Divinity Life, or my personal page there um, on Facebook. But man, man, oh man, oh man, the worship was so... Uh, shaking, you know what I mean? Uh, so stirring and, um, and, uh, strong. So she'll, she'll definitely be, uh, going with me to, <laughs> uh, to any other events that, you know, that the Lord, uh, allows me to, uh, to, uh, minister. Um, that is my, not my partner in crime, but my partner in kingdom crime, because we, <laughs> we slay demons together. And so, yeah, um, and so, uh, yeah, uh, after the service though, you know, it was a mighty time of deliverance Well, not after the service, but after the word, uh, and the Lord, uh, um, you know, set, you know, people free in there. Um, there was, uh, demons were cast, cast out in there. Uh, it was, a, it was, a, you know, it was a little slave fest. It was a little slave fest, you guys. And I was just so, you know, <laughs> so excited after I saw, you know, what God was doing, because I had no idea he was going to do all of that. But man, like it, I, it really stirred me uh, in a way that, you know, hey, you know, the, the gangster within, the gangster within, the gangster within, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, so um, uh, we did that. And but we weren't able to catch it on video because the uh, the batteries, you know, had died and everything. So unfortunately, my son didn't catch it, but, um, you know, it was, it was, it was fire. It was just the fire of God that we, that's all we can say. And, uh, that is the purpose. You know, there's, there's no point in coming together if there, if people leave there the same way that they came. 
um, there, uh, there must be uh, deliverance. There must be healing, you know, that takes place. Uh, when King, when Jesus came, he came preaching the kingdom and the kingdom of God is a kingdom of uh, dominion and deliverance. Amen. Dominion and deliverance. And so, you know, uh, knowing that we have to uh, make sure that we fully, fully um, set that, you know, set that thing uh, in order or set that thing in place, um, establish the kingdom wherever we go, wherever we go. We have a responsibility to uh, leave his mark, amen, to leave the mark of Christ wherever we go, wherever we go. And so, um, yeah, we definitely left his mark there. <laughs> Glory to God, he left his mark there. So, yeah. Um, so I wanted to change the name of this, uh, message from sex slaves to, uh, sex drive. <laughs> but for now, we're just gonna, we're just gonna leave it. And this is talking about, uh, today's message is called, uh, sex slaves. I think I'm going to change it to sex drive. Amen. Because, mm -hmm, um, uh, many of us are driven by sex. Amen. We're slaves to the thing that we bow to, that we worship. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about how to destroy unclean spirits, how to destroy. Let me type this up for you guys. Can't talk and type at the same time. You guys know me. <laughs> uh, how to destroy unclean spirits. Uh, and this is the, this is kingdom uh, series. This is kingdom. Actually, not series, but that's just what we are. That's what we that's what we do over here. We do kingdom. Kingdom is about dominion and deliverance. Amen. Or you might reverse it and say, um, dominion, uh, deliverance, and dominion, because you have to be delivered before you can dominate. Amen. Before you can dominate anything, you must be uh, delivered. Amen. So, uh, yeah, let me try to push this, push you guys into the light. Look into the light, Caroline. Look into the light. <laughs> so, so <laughs> look into the light. Can y'all see me? Okay. All right. I'm not really feeling this hair yet, but we're, you know, Next time you see me, it'll be, it'll be, it will be straight. We'll be good. Um, it will be good. All right. We'll be good. All right. So here we are. And, uh, we're talking about, um, talking about sex today, talking about sex today. Um, you know, the problem with a lot of, uh, quote unquote Christians or, or, you know, um, those of us who are supposed to be, uh, sons and daughters of God is that we like to, uh, hide things. We like to masquerade. We like to, uh, pretend. Amen. Uh, we like to front. Y'all remember that word front? There ain't no future in your front. You know, how long, how far do you guys go back? in your gangsterism. <laughs> I go way, way back. Okay. But ain't no future in it. Amen. No future in your fronting. And, um, you know, that's what a lot of us like to do. 
and uh, we come to church, you know, and we, we dress up, we play dress up, right? And then we come in the house of God and we pretend like we got it all together. We, we like to pretend like, you know, you know, <laughs> and sometimes, you know, well, you just go to church and you sit there, you know, and you listen or whatever, whatever, but not, uh, with the, uh, initiative in mind that the reason why we are there is not just to learn, but to get free. Amen. To, to, because, um, one can chase a thousand, right? Two, 10,000 and a threefold quarter is not quickly broken. And so what we like to do is, you know, we pretend like we already have it together. So there, so, you know, um, no deliverance takes place unless the preaching comes in power, unless the word comes in power. That's why I'm so against, uh, these lukewarm churches that do not preach the kingdom of God in power. Uh, the word must be preached in power and it must also be taught. Amen. Which means inscribed in your heart, edged in your, in your brain, in your mind, in your psyche, in your thinking. The same way you go sit up and, 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 you know, let Netflix and these different, you know, these different, uh, industries and stuff, movie and movies and music, um, uh, jam things into your subconscious mind, right? Um, that are, unrighteous, right? That are against the kingdom of God, uh, that are very satanic and demonic. You know, we sit there, we listen to the, you know, we watch the witchcraft on TV. We listen to the, the nasty, unclean music and all that kind of stuff, you know, and they're jamming that stuff into your mind, into your mind, right? They're cramming you, you know, uh, with, with that, uh, wicked information and those images, wicked images. Well, you know, when we go to the house of God, <laughs> <clears throat> we have to uh, have the same mindset that we are there uh, for to be penetrated and to be infiltrated with the word of the living God that is preached in power. Now, when I say in power, it doesn't mean that the person has to be screaming and shouting, although that is that is good because um, uh, preaching uh, stirs your spirit up in a way that teaching does not. You know what I'm saying? Um it stirs you in a way that, you know, it, it is, it is, it is inspirational. It's motivational and it put, it's driving you into, into those truths, driving you, you know, before your mind has time to even compute or try to deny or try to, uh, uh, fall into unbelief, right? Before your mind has a time to reason, it has time to reason, reason with it or try to deny the truth, you know, that's what preaching is for, is to jam it into your subconscious mind. Jam what? Jam what? Jam what? Jam the spirit of truth, the word of the living God uh, in power, spoken by the spirit of the living God. Inspiration in spirit. So the word spoken by the spirit, the words the Bible says that uh, Jesus said that, uh, that the letter killeth, right? But the spirit giveth life. Amen. And so since, since, uh, since that is the case, um, we need the Holy spirit. A lot of people are preaching and teaching without the Holy spirit at all. You know, it's just head knowledge. So, um, uh, but the Bible says that, you know, um, our preaching was not, uh, we came not unto you with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. So when we go 
uh, to the house of God or when we assemble ourselves in any house or in any place. Amen. Because you can, the Bible does say, do not forsake the assembly of yourselves together. Right. Um, but it can be anywhere. It does not have to be in a church. It can be in your house. It can be in your car. It can be on your job. It can be in the park, in a restaurant, in a wherever you come together, assemble, right? In the name of who? In the name of the Lord Jesus. He said, wherever two or three or two or more are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst, not in another name. That's another problem with the church, right? And so when we go in there and we sit, you know, or we assemble together, then the word that comes to us, um, uh, must be, must bring, um, power, the power of God and the demonstration. Now, a lot of people, they think they're preaching in power with no demonstration, right? And, and me sitting here, I'm just teaching you guys, you know what I'm saying? And I'm dropping the prophetic word of the Lord. I am a, I am a teaching prophet. Okay. Um, I, I, I can preach, you know what I mean? But I, 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 I flow more in the teaching, you know, area in the, in the, in the prophetic, you know, uh, in the teaching gift and the prophetic gift. Um, but when, you know, when, no matter what we're doing, right. Especially when you're preaching the word of God though, because preaching also drives demons to manifest, you know what I'm saying? Um, harsh words stir up, stir up anger. Is that not right? Uh, the book of Proverbs, harsh words or bitter words stir up anger. Well, bitter means also harsh or strong. So if you're preaching strong, right, um, by the spirit of God, you're preaching the word, the, the truth, which is Jesus. You're preaching it strong by the spirit of God that's driving that thing, you know, then that also provokes demons uh, to manifest. Amen. So that is the point of, uh, preaching, uh, the preaching, uh, uh, gift. Right. And so, um, he said, I came not unto you with enticing words of man's wisdom. It's, this is not about eloquence. This is not about, you know, enticing words, trying to entice you or, you know, um, trying to, uh, conjure up a plan for you to come and join my church or for you to come and join, you know, um, my, my, uh, my, uh, group or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's not about that. He said, we came, but we came unto you in the power and demonstration of the Holy ghost, right? So again, not in our own name, but in the power and demonstration of the who of the Holy ghost, holy men speak as they are moved by the Holy ghost, whether we're teaching, whether we're preaching prophesying or whatever, holy men of God, right? Speak as they are moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So if the Holy Ghost is not moving us to speak, why are we speaking? You know, that goes back to the saying that many of them went, but they were not sent. Glory to God. So, um, yeah, so, so, you know, so this is where we are and this is the problem with the church. And I was telling them on Saturday, that, um, my problem with the church is that, um, my biggest problem with the church, you know, is that, <clears throat> is that they teach, 
you how to depend on Jesus so much. You know, they, they teach you how to depend on God for this and that, you know, believe in God and trust in God and he's going to do it and he's going to bless you and he's going to do this and he's going to do that. But they never teach you how to become, right? So they teach you how to depend on Jesus, but they don't teach you how to become Jesus. That's a problem. That's a problem. Why? Because without God, man cannot do anything. But guess what? Without man, God will not do anything. This is a partnership. We are co-laborers in this thing with Christ. And that's the revelation that they leave off. Why do they do that? Because if I, if I, if I teach you how to become it, then you won't need me anymore, right? You won't need me to show you that I am him. I am it. I'm Mr. You know, it. I got it. I got it. You know, if you need, if you need Jesus, you just come to me. If you need to talk to God, you just come to me. I'm the leader. I'm the pastor. I'm the apostle. I'm the, I, it's me. You come to me. But, but so we're bringing men to us instead of leading them to God. Right. Is that not right? But Jesus said, none can come to the father except through me, Jesus. So I don't see. Pastor Johnson, Pastor Jackson, Apostle Jones, you know, um, you know, Sister Cantaloupe or whoever. I don't see, you know, Brother Watermelon, you know, or any of those characters in that scripture. I don't. I, I, I don't. I see Jesus and God, you know, and you say, well, we need a covering. Well, who better to cover you than Jesus? He's perfect. Am I not right? He is perfect in all of his ways. Who better to cover you? Imperfect man or perfect man? Apostle Paul said, you know, he, he said, he said, I, I, uh, when, when, when the Lord called me into this thing, I conferred not with flesh and blood. I didn't go asking, you know, for permission to do what Jesus told me to do. I didn't need that covering. Jesus became my covering. So he, he, he didn't even go, you know, uh, to the leaders. He didn't even go to, to Peter and them, you know, um, until, you know, years, years later, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, so this is where we are. Now we're talking about sex slaves or being sex driven, sex, your sex drive. Let's just say that sex drive. Right. And we're talking about how to destroy unclean spirits. And uh, during this, uh, this may be a continuation here uh, next week. I'll, I'll come back and pick up. But uh, I, I, I really want to be able to unpack this, this this thing about, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, the Sodomite spirit, Gomorrah, and the days of Noah, the days of Noah. Because Jesus said in the last days, you know, um, shall be as in the days of Noah, right? Um, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the in the uh, days of the coming of the son of man. Amen. And so um, we want to talk about this, but, but what we want to understand clearly is um, this thing about sex, this thing about sex. We're going to um, really, um, I'm going to show you how this is connected to the problems in our society today. Right. You know, we, we think that our sex life is personal, right? It's actually not so personal as we think. Amen. Um, so, so let's talk about that. So, um, grab your Bibles. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be here with you long. <laughs> I love, you know, Hey, just give me, 
about a good, you know, 30 Pentecostal minutes <laughs> of your time. Okay. Um, and then we're going to, uh, we're going to get off, but, uh, yeah, grab your Bible or a notepad to drop, to jot down some scripture. And we're just going to move through this thing. Amen. Um, so, uh, let's pray. Father, uh, I thank you, Lord, for, uh, this opportunity <coughs> to share this message, to share your word with my brothers and sisters who are, um, here today and who will watch um, afterwards, who will catch the replay. I uh, thank you, Father God, for each and every soul uh, under the sound of my voice. And uh, I take authority over the these airwaves uh, uh, in the name of Christ Jesus. And I bleed the blood of Jesus over their ears and over their eyes as they are hearing, as they are watching, uh, Father God. And I, I uh, rebuke every spirit of distortion and every and every spirit of confusion and every spirit of delusion and every spirit that seeks to steal, kill, and destroy this word. In Jesus' mighty name, let it fall upon good ground. Satan, you are rebuked, you are bound, you are utterly defeated, and you know it. <laughs> the Lord rebuke you, and the blood of Jesus Christ is against you. You have no power here. You have no place here. Get thee behind us in Jesus' name. In fact, I drive you, I bind you, and drive you into the abyss now in Jesus name. And I banish you from these airwaves. I banish you from these airwaves. I banish you from these airwaves, not just only on my broadcast, but any anointed ministry that is broadcasting by way of social media platforms. You are banished in the name of Jesus. The spirit of truth must go forth and you can do nothing against the truth, but only for the truth because you're our servant. Amen. Amen. In Jesus name, father be glorified. Anoint my lips of clay. Take over my words in Jesus mighty name. We pray and we thank you for the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So, uh, let's, let's look, look here. And, um, also I want to, I just wanted to thank, um, uh, my sisters over there at Lifehouse. And uh, those visitors and, and those who came in and sold, um, you know, into my ministry. I don't preach for money. You know, I make that very clear uh, wherever I preach. I don't preach for money. Honestly, that's my heart. You know, I refuse to let the devil turn me into what he is. Amen. And I refuse to, um, you know, uh, beg people for money uh, that are already in the house of God when I'm supposed to be bringing money into the house of God in order to help provide, you know, for those people. Amen. That is the, that is the, that's scripture, right? That is the way of the scripture, uh, Malachi two and three, but also, um, you know, when Jesus, uh, sent the disciples, you know, um, one time he said the money is in the fish's mouth, right? And, and, you know, a, a lot of uh, men of God or men of the cloth or people of the cloth, I'll say men, because men and women are doing this, you know, they're out there uh, fishing for money in the body of Christ. Right. And so, you know, they're always like, you know, trying to provoke you to uh, give, excuse me, and sow this seed. My sister's on glory to God. Hey, hey, sis, how are you? <laughs> and sow this seed and everything, you know what I'm saying? And, um, they're always trying to, um, trying to get you to, you know, to do that. But, um, the truth of the matter, you know, is, uh, Jesus said the, the money is in the fish's mouth. Um, 
What's the purpose of fishing? Is it not to catch fish that you don't already have? Okay. Oops. See, I'm already going to get myself in trouble. That's all right. Because Jesus did the same thing. Well, you know, the purpose of fishing is to catch fish that you don't already have. You don't, you got fish on the boat. You don't throw them back in the water and then try to real, try to catch them again. Do you? Let's just use common sense here. So if the money is in the fish's mouth, right? It, he's not saying that the money is in, is, is, is in the, uh, in, in those that are, you know, among you in the house of God. He's saying launch out. <laughs> launch out. That means the world system, the world, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the what? For the just, right? For the righteous. And so he's saying that when you launch out right into the world system, that is where, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm going to, uh, if I'm going to, uh, receive or, 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 you know, or, or preach, you know what I'm saying? For money, it is going to be, I, I'm expecting that you see what I'm saying to come from their system. So that's why I tell you like comment and share my videos, please, please, um, to spread the truth everywhere, like comment and share to spread the truth everywhere. Why? Because when they see and they receive that, they understand the mindset of, you know, paying for, you know, good food, paying for, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, 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 and that is how the money is brought out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God. And then I can bring that and, and sow it into the house of God or sow it where it's needed, you know, in the body of Christ. Are we seeing that? Are we seeing that? This is what we're talking about. The money is in the fish's mouth, right? So, so like, comment and share. Why? Because now Google, YouTube, you know, uh, they're going to pay you know, for, for this, they're going to pay for this broadcast and all this stuff that, you know, that we need. They're going to pay for that because it takes money to keep this thing running. That's the honest truth. Um, but they're going to pay for that. Amen. Let them pay for that. The wealth of the, okay. Okay. You, you see that? Are we seeing that now? What does the Bible say about the people in the house of God? It says that, you know, um, it's okay, you know, to, uh, to, uh, for them to give, right? Uh, to give them the opportunity even to give because some people want to sow into your ministry so they can, <coughs> so they can, um, reap, you know, uh, from, uh, from your, uh, from eating from your ministry, right? If I go over into your garden and garden and I eat out of your, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, it's, it, it would be rude for me to just, you know, run off. You know what I'm saying? If I come to your house and eat, you know, it would be rude for me to just like my brother say, dine and dash, right? Instead of offering you anything or at least bring over a bottle of, you know, juice or, or some, you know, some of y'all like wine, you know, just bring a bottle of wine or bring a case of water or bring some. How can I help? How can I sow into this thing? Because we're about to dine together. Is that not right? And so why dine and dash? Like he said, you know what I'm saying? You sit down at a restaurant, you know, you got to, you know. You want it, it, you pay for the meal. Yes. But then you also, um, would want to leave a tip if the meal was good. Right. And so this is what we're talking about. You can, you can offer that, you know, and give them the opportunity to give, but you're not requiring, you're not, you know, harping on it and all that kind of stuff. 
That stuff is demonic. I'm sorry. That's the devil. I don't believe in it. And you're going to have to do a whole lot of convincing to get me to believe that. To get me to fall for that right there. You know, um, if they and, and then if they want to uh, to give, let them give cheerfully out of the abundance of their own heart. Right. For God loves a cheerful giver, not somebody that's giving grudgingly because you told them to. Amen. And then the Lord bless and multiply their seed. So these are, I'm sorry, everything I say is turning into a lesson uh, these days. I just give my, I, I yield my vessel to the Lord and he uses me however he wants. So, you know, um, pardon me if that, if that bothers you, but you know, that, that, that is where, uh, that is the way of the kingdom. That is the way of the kingdom. And so, you know, uh, these, uh, these ladies, you know, they, they bless me. Uh, generously, they bless me generously. And, um, uh, I've been praying for the Lord to multiply, multiply, richly multiply and increase their seed. Amen. That they sowed into me. And, and thank you so much for entrusting me to share with you all, um, in the house on Saturday. And, uh, with that, uh, the, the, uh, money from that, uh, that giving, I, uh, invested back into, the ministry, I invested it back into the kingdom, you know, and, uh, so this is what you see now. I know you can't see all of this setup. Um, I'm going to film a clip. I have my camera here. I'm going to film a clip and, um, and, uh, post it or insert it somewhere on here. So you guys can see if I can. Okay. Can you see that? So I have a a, a a a stand that I needed to elevate the laptop uh, so that I could get uh, get everything, uh, the lighting right and uh, the focus and all of that right. So you see the ring light is back there, and you also see um, that this ring light stand has a a thing for my my phone, and there's a second one. There's two of these. Um, can you see that? There's two of these uh, mounts one for my phone and one for my camera. So I can film on phone and camera at the same time. And I can also live stream at the same time. And then this up here is my microphone, which, um, I don't have the right USB cord to, um, I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> Try to show you there, uh, microphone and everything. I don't have the right USB to, in order to, um, connected. So that's why it's not on right now. But, um, I think that has to do with my laptop because, um, uh, the, 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 the thing doesn't fit. I have an older laptop, uh, MacBook pro. So I need to update, um, mine. I think this is like, a, it's old child. It's like a 2012. So yeah, so I can't update, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of that. We'll take care of that, uh, shortly. So this is what, you know, this is what for all of you ladies who are watching, this is what, where your money went. Okay. So, you know, I already have the microphone, glory to God, but you know, the rest of it, uh, the money was invested into that, um, as, as, as well. Amen. So let me turn this off and I already had the camera. So, you know, um, thank God, you know, for that. So, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so let's get into the word here and, um, Oh, and it comes with a little remote so I can turn, you know, I can uh, connect it to the phone or connect it to the camera. It's just 
it's really a blessing. So made things a lot easier. So these things, uh, these live streams can run more smoothly. I updated my software on this uh, platform so um, it can run smoothly. Uh, we have the pro and everything is, you know, high quality, very good. Okay. So thank God for that. And uh, yeah, so sex slaves, right? Well, how long we've been on? We get into the word. We get into the word. Sex slaves. How to destroy unclean spirits, unclean spirits. Um, what the Lord uh, said to me <coughs> is that sexual misconduct or your, or, or your sexual lifestyle, right, um, is directly connected to sinful behavior or sinful conduct. Um, Bible says that evil communication corrupts good manners, right? Is that not right? Okay. So Satan's great, greatest weapon against humanity is sexual immorality or sexual misconduct. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll prove that to you. I'm going to prove that to you. Um, what he wants you to do, right? He comes to what? To steal, kill, and destroy, right? And, 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 uh, what is he trying to, what is he trying to destroy? He is not, he's not so, he's not concerned about, um, destroying your spirit because he knows he can't touch that, right? That belongs to God. He, 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 he would love to, you know, to kill you in the flesh, right? That's your body, right? And what's the, what's the third part of us? It is the soul. So he wants to destroy your soul. He wants to take your soul straight to hell with him. That is the part of you that goes to hell or heaven, right? Your soul is going to go somewhere after this life. You don't have to believe it. You know, the truth is the truth, whether we believe it or not, right? <laughs> and so, um, your soul. So he wants to destroy your soul. He wants you to lose your soul or sell your soul to him. Sell your soul to him for what? For what? What does he want you to sell your soul for? Are we seeing this? What is, what does he want you to sell your soul for in exchange for whatever you want? You know, you want money, you want, uh, influence, you want, uh, prestige, you want to, you know, you want a name, you want a title, you want uh, people to flock to your church, you want a mega ministry, right? You want, uh, you know, you want to be a star, you know what I'm saying? Or, or whatever, whatever it is that you want, he is tempting you to sell your soul for that thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What the Bible, <coughs> the Bible says, what doeth it profit a man to gain the whole world? but lose his soul. What's the profit? What is the profit in that? What is the profit in that? Can somebody please tell me what is the profit in that? And so this is what the devil wants. He wants you, he wants you to, um, to sell your soul. He wants you to sell your soul. Um, we're going to look here at Matthew. I just, uh, I just, uh, shared this, um, shared this with them. Um, bear with me just a second. I just shared this with them on Saturday. Um, so we're going to tap a little bit of what I shared, but, uh, uh, where's my, where's my, um, one second. Tap a little bit of what I shared with them on Saturday here. Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, let's go here to Matthew. I'm going to, I'm going to show you this. 
um, going to show you this here. He wants, he wants you to sell your soul. So, um, the best way to sell your soul is for your soul to become entangled, right? Um, the thing about sex is that it creates soul ties. Now, when I say sex, I'm talking about sex outside of the marriage covenant of the kingdom marriage covenant. I'm going to say that because there is another type of uh, marriage covenant that is not kingdom at all. Amen. And so um, we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about here how he does this. I'm going to take you here to Matthew. Uh, Matthew uh, chapter 4. Sorry. Matthew chapter 4. All right. Matthew chapter 4. I read this uh, um, on Saturday. We're going to read it again because I want to show you something. I want to show you something here. Okay. Um, but, but, but. What he wants us to do is he wants our souls to become entangled or tied to him through sex. He wants your soul to become tied to demons through sex, through intercourse, right? Uh, sex that is outside of marriage, which makes it unclean, right? When you're having sex outside of marriage, outside of the kingdom marriage covenant of God, let's get it clear, then that, that means that you are now sleeping with an unclean spirit because that is the only covenant that is clean in the eyes of God, right? Uh, if it's not in there, if, if it's not within the confines of kingdom marriage, right? Um, it, it is unclean. The Bible says that the marriage bed is undefiled, right? So what is any other kind of bed? Defiled. Or unclean, right? Okay. Bed of fornication is unclean. It's defiled. Now let's read this. Matthew chapter four, verse one. It says, then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Tempted. He comes to you with something that you want, right? Is that not right? And, and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Number one, first temptation, command that the stones be made bread. So now we're talking about appetite, right? So Jesus had been fasting 40 days and 40 nights. He had an appetite. He was hungry, right? Okay. So your fleshly appetite is the first thing <coughs> that he was offering to Jesus. Con uh, command that these stones be made bread, right? And, and, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, not by bread alone, not by food, you know, um, you know, uh, food, you know, food for the belly, meats for the belly and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Out of the mouth of God. Amen. Out of the mouth of God. Are we seeing that? Not by every word that comes out of man's mouth. 
you know, not by evil communication, not by, you know, the tongue can set the whole world on fire, really. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we're talking about the word of life that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's what we live by. That's what we live by. Then it says, but then the devil taketh him up into the holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple and saith unto him, took him up in, into the holy city. Now you're in the house of, in the holy city. Oh, that sounds like the church to me. <laughs> uh, first he, he was in the wilderness. Now he sounds like it's in the church. Okay. Okay. So three places here, right? He take him up in the holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple. You at the top of that, uh, of the food chain. I mean, you up there and you know, you got the biggest title. You're the bishop of the, of the whole district, the whole, you know, shebang, or you the apostle of the house or whatever. Right. And, and, and he said unto him that he waits until you get up there. Right. Is that not right? Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Men of the cloth. Are you listening? Then the devil, it says, then the devil saith unto him, verse six, if thou be the son of God, now you're calling yourself a son of God, right? You, you understand that we're the sons of God, beloved, cast thyself down. If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, throw yourself down for it is written. He shall give his angels charge concerning thee and in their hands, they shall bear thee up lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. So question, what is he tempting Jesus with here? Anybody know the answer to that? Anybody know the answer to that? He, he, he's, he's tempting him with what? He said, if you be the son of God, throw yourself down. <laughs> For it is written, the angels will come and bear thee up. You know, you won't even dash your foot against a stone. They'll, they'll catch you. They'll, they'll catch you. They'll catch you. So, so what is he tempting him with now? Uh -uh. If you be who? The son of God. So he's talking about here, um, vanity. Mm -hmm. Cause this is about you. This is about your identity as the son of God, right? Right. That's the same. That was Satan's problem. You know, in the beginning, that was Lucifer's problem. You know, vanity. He's like, oh, look at me. I am. I am beautiful. I am the most gifted. You know, if you be OK, so you. So this is about you. So vanity. And we also see pride. Right. OK. So, uh, 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 but Jesus said unto him, it is written again. He keeps going back to the word. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Amen. So there we go. Don't tempt God um, to, uh, uh, to, to, I'm not going to tempt God to catch me. I know what the word said, you know, and, and, and it is written where, where is it written? Where is it written in the 10 commandments that they threw out of the church? That's, that's where it is written. You talking about the law don't exist anymore. You know, we, we're not under the law. We're under grace and we're not finna, you know, be judging people up in here. And, you know, we just going to let the Holy Ghost convict you of your sin and your, your sex uh, drive and all that kind of stuff. That's destroying your life. We're just going to let the Holy Ghost do that. And we're just going to preach you up into the glory uh, realm of, of your soul. Amen. Amen. So you can just open up your pocketbook real wide and bless this man of God. Take care of your man of God. Amen. Take care of your spiritual papa.
Okay. It says, and it said, and he saith unto him, all things, all, uh, no, uh, verse eight, it says again, the devil, this is the third time. Now the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain an exceeding high mountain. Now you're even higher where you was before. And he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. That is the problem. That is the problem with the corruption that's going on in the church. That's the problem with the corruption that's going on in the world. This is what the devil did. He took him up into a, he showed him all the kingdoms of the world from the mountain. Copy paste. The God said, come up hither. I want to show you some things that you know not of, right? A spirit of the eagle, we fly exceeding high above, far above all. Jesus is far above all things, right? Okay. He took him up there and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. The glory in this sense um, means riches or wealth. Amen. The riches of this kingdom. Uh-huh. All the kingdoms of the world, right? The kingdoms of the world, right? What does the Bible say about the kingdoms of the world? It says the kingdoms of this world, Revelation, uh, are become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. Amen. So we understand that the kingdoms of the world system, right? Right. Uh, Satan is the prince and the power of the air. He is the prince of this world, the system. The world is the system. It's not the, the earth is the physical geographical location. The world is the system. Anyone who has a system of doing things, that is your world. Right? If I come knock on your door and come to your house, I'm coming into your world. I don't run nothing up in there. Right? That's your world. I'm just a squirrel trying to get a, okay. <laughs> trying to get a plate of food. What you got to, what you got to eat. All right. And he said unto him, all these things will I give you, will I give thee? I will give you all the wealth, all the riches of this world. Is that not what they are? Is that not what they're being offered? I will give you all the riches and wealth of this world because it's in my power to give it because I am the prince of this thing, right? Um, not a king. <laughs> You're just a prince. Remember that, Satan. Remember. <laughs> Remember. You're, you're not the king. He says, all these things will I give thee if thou will fall down and worship me. If you will just fall down and worship me, I will give you all these things. Okay, we're going we're, we're gonna to see the correlation here shortly. Uh, then, the, uh, then Jesus said unto him, get thee hence, Satan, get up, get, get out. You know, get out, get out, get get away from me. You don't belong here. For it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shall thou serve. Again, he went back to the commandments. That's what he did. He went back to his, fa his father's commandments. Why do we not go back to the commandments? I don't know. They made us forget the commandments, y'all. Okay. And Jesus said, I didn't come to uh, destroy the law. I came to fulfill it. Right. And in fact, I gave, I came to give you the, 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 the grace or the help that you need in order to walk that thing out. Now you become it because he was it. Jesus was the law. <laughs> 
He was the law fulfilled in a body. Absolute perfection. And what did God say to Abraham? Be ye perfect even as I am. There you go. There you go. He says, he says, then Jesus said unto him, get thee hence, uh, Satan, for it is written, thou shall worship. Keep that word in mind. Circle that. Highlight, underline, worship. Thou shall worship the Lord thy God and him only shall thou, shall thou serve, right? And then the devil leaveth him and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. So what was Satan offering him here in the third temptation? Baal, right? Uh, mammon, right? Let, let me be your God. Worship me. I am the God of mammon. Yeah, the most prominent God or idol in the Bible was Baal. And Baal represents unrighteous mammon or money or wealth, influence, you know, getting it another way outside of the kingdom of God, right? Anyone who comes up another way, climbs up another way and not by the door is a thief and a robber. Amen. Is that not true? Okay. So he said, he said, so he see, so what three things was the devil actually offering to Jesus? I know you want to talk about sex. You know, that's why you came here. We're getting to that. We, what, what three things was the devil actually offering to Jesus? What was he offering him? Right. He was tempting him, uh, to, uh, uh, he was tempting him to, um, defy God, right? He was tempting him by, uh, offering, um, offering him, um, uh, what was the first one I said? What was the first one we said? I, I didn't, I didn't forget the first one we said. Let me go back in my scripture. He was tempting him, uh, his appetite, right? His fleshly appetite, right? To surrender your fleshly appetite to me. Or in other words, I want you to surrender in all three of these temptations. What he was really, really, really saying is I want you to surrender or relinquish your kingdom authority to me. Give it over to me. Give it over to me. Just sign on the dotted line, right? Okay. So um, he wanted Jesus to open the door. How, how does God, how does the, how does the enemy get in? You have to open the door for him, right? So he was saying, open the door to your fleshly appetite. You know, you want this food. Open the door to vanity and pride. You know, you, you, you know who you are. You're the son of God. You know, you, you, you know, open the door and let me come in this way. Oh, okay. Well, since I can't get in that way, well, why don't we try this way? Worship. <laughs> uh, why don't we try this way? Money. You, you, you know, you want some money, right? You want some money. Why don't we try this way? This way. So what does bow down and worship mean to the devil? What does bow down and worship? What does worship mean to the devil? Now we know what it means to God, or at least I hope you know what it means to God. What does worship mean to God? What does worship mean to God? Worship to God is obedient, obedience. You know, I, I know y'all think it's just putting on your dress and, you know, going, uh, getting up on the stage and, and, you know, doing praise and worship or coming into the church on Sunday mornings, you know, and singing songs. That's not worship. That is singing. <laughs> oh, that is singing. Yeah. Worship, true worship before God 
is um, service, uh, obedient service. It, it, is, it is simply obedience. It is simply obedience. If you will obey me, if you will be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Right? So what did Jesus copy paste? He said to Satan, if you will be willing to obey me, to worship me, you can eat the good of all this land. Jesus knew that that was already his, you know? So I don't got to bow to you. I ain't got to worship you to do nothing. And I know what you mean by worship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. You said bow down and worship. If you will fall down and worship. I'm not falling down to nothing. I'm not bowing to anything. Now, look at what 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 it means today. <clears throat> look at the different um, sexual misconduct or immorality in the industries of the world, right? We see the movie industry, right, and the music industry, and 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 what are what is God exposing there? What is he? You know, what is the corruption? The main corruption that is being exposed um, at this time is sexual abuse, sexual abuse of power, right? Sexual immorality. And, and when they get those those uh, artists to come in there, you know, um, they they offer them a, a, a contract or an agreement, right? Um, in exchange for whatever the person wants, you know, money. Uh, you know, prestige, influence, you know what I'm saying? Reach and everything like that so that they can, uh, their gift, you know, can be, can be uh, published everywhere, right? Well, um, or their art or, you know, um, can be, can be seen everywhere. They can become a household name, you know? Well, um, what did God say? See, 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 we want to do it his way, but they don't want to do it. God's way. God said, you know, um, your gifts shall make room for you and bring you before great men. Your gifts shall make room before for you and bring you before great men. And you don't have to sell yourself or sell your soul uh, in order to be for your gift to make room or to bring you before great men. Now, these are not great men in these systems. These are corrupt men. Hmm. There is a difference. There is a difference. Your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men in the church. Well, some of these men in the church are not great. They are corrupt. So they're actually evil men. God is great. <laughs> God is great. So, so if we look at that and they come in and they, and they bring you in there and they, they like, you know, well, you know, uh, sign this contract or sometimes it's actually, you know, a blood covenant, <laughs> You know, some of them very bold about it, you know, um, because they're, they're devil worshipers. Amen. And you go into this sleazy, you know, little, uh, corner store, you know, to, uh, to meet with a, a record executive, you know, or something like that in New York city, you know, a little rat infested place holding a wall or whatever, you know, and you go in there and you, you know, you sign, you you sign the contract or you make the agreement with those demonic powers, right? Um, uh, this is what, you know, this is what they want. And then once you sign though, like, like I said, you know, before the devil will never show you where he's leading you to. Once you sign, then what do you know? 
Now, you know, I, I got you. You're in the trap, right? And I have full control of, and full reign over you, right? And you probably signed an, an NDA or a non-disclosure agreement, so you can't say anything. I, I got your mouth muzzled, too. You know what I'm saying? So now, you know, um, I am going to make you climb up, okay? Now I'm going to, you think you're at the, t at the top now, but really, <laughs> you know, the, you still have somebody that you need to bow to. The last step of the process is to, is to bow down and worship me. So what do they tell them people to get in there and do? You know, they they, they send them to a, a penthouse office somewhere, a penthouse a hotel somewhere or whatever, uh, thinking that they're uh, going in for a meeting <laughs> and they're meeting with somebody. All right. Amen. And what do they want them to do? Bow down and worship me. Bow down and worship me. Are we hearing that? We're talking about sex. Yeah, we're, we're talking about sex outside of the covenant of God. They want them to bow down and worship me. Very unclean, very nasty things, right? Going on in those, in those places. Amen. And a lot of them come out and tell about it. So this is not new information uh, to you, I'm sure. Amen. Um, and this is not kid friendly, by the way. So, you know, uh, I guess it's rated R, but you know. If you want your kids to be exposed to absolute truth, you know, uh, the naked truth, then, you know, so be it because it will help them in the future. I, I don't withhold any truth from my son. You know, I never did. So, so, um, so yeah. So let's talk here about the word worship though. Worship, uh, worship, worship. If you go back and, and look at the, um, if you go back and look at the, uh, the tabernacle of Moses, right? Um, where you had to cleanse yourself. You had to, you know, wash yourself and you have to go in the, through the braid, you know, the, the, you have to come in through the court and then you enter into the gate and then you come to the brazen, uh, laver where you had to wash, you know, yourself and make yourself clean. And then you come into the brazen altar and then you had to offer sacrifice, you know, upon the altar and, and all of that. Right. And then you come into the tabernacle uh, door, right. Or, or the, uh, yeah, I think the door, right. You come into the courts of the tabernacle and you come into, you come to the door, right. And now you're about to enter in to the presence of God, right? And then even once you enter in, there is that most holy place, right? All the way back there, right? Where the fire of God is. And you, you know, and and the and the um the uh intensity of his of his glory. Amen. And so um what does that represent though? What does that represent? Anybody know that? You know what that represents, uh, or what um, it is? What is it? Is a representation of, shall I say, the marriage covenant of God? The marriage covenant, uh, uh, which means um, uh, the consummation, or um, not only the consummation, but uh, sexual intercourse enter the course into right inter sexual intercourse between a married man and woman right when the man comes into the woman that 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 thing is set up 
just like it mimics the body of the woman or the womb of the woman or the entrance you know of the woman the organs those things are carefully orchestrated by god 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 knew what he was doing and he doesn't make mistakes you know you got your ovaries you have your fallopian tubes in there all that stuff is symbolic <laughs> god has a divine purpose for everything he is the master of details he is the master of detail i want to tell you he is the master of detail so, 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 you know, your body is, is your body as a woman. He created you by divine design, <laughs> divine design, literally, literally, literally. And the, and the woman is designed to give birth, right? The, to receive seed, receive the seed, right? And to, uh, fertilize the seed and to, and to, uh, nurture the seed right and, and until it comes into full fruition or full maturity maturation and and then she births it out another problem we have with the church i'm gonna preach on that one though because god gave me a word on that one <laughs> the church is actually the womb of the woman right uh the church is the birthing place it, it is it, it, it is supposed to represent um, when souls come in, right, they are supposed to be birthed out. They are not supposed to be left there sitting in the womb for 20, 30, 40 years sitting in the room, in the womb. They're not, they're really not. You, you, you guys, man, quote unquote, men and women of the cloth, you guys are in error. You're in error. If you are not releasing these quote unquote disciples, <laughs> of Christ, not your disciples, because they're not your people. They're his people. They belong to the Lord, but you're holding them in the womb. Why? You're just holding them there. What is the gestation period of a baby? You know, what, what is the, what is the, the, the appointed time or the set time for them to come out of the womb? Is it not nine months? <laughs> Is it not nine months? So there is a time. There is a set time to be what? Delivered. Oh, uh oh. There is a set time for us to be delivered or pushed out of the church into the world system so that we can work. So we can work. We're supposed to, we're not supposed to stay behind the four walls. We're supposed to get out into the marketplace and duplicate, multiply ourselves. That's what Jesus did. He was a seed. He said, if, except a seed fall into the ground and die, it abide alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. Right? Beloved, now are we the sons of God. We are the fruit, right? So, so same thing that he was our example. He was our example. That's why, you know, you got them still, dip, you know, you know, all you teach them is how to depend on the Lord, how to depend on the Lord. Just give it to Jesus. Jesus gonna, you know, Jesus is going to do it, but you never teach them how to become Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus was the firstborn among many brethren. He is that he was a seed. Are we getting that? He was, he was merely the example. 
And, and I wonder how come he's, he didn't stay behind four walls. He went in the temple, he taught, and he came out of there. And he went out into the marketplace, right? Okay, then. His ministry was to the world. Yeah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. <laughs> so, so how can they believe? Yeah, we're not talking about the people in the church that already believe. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God, right? How can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent? To who? To who? Jesus went and and, and tried the, the purpose of him, <coughs> the purpose of him um uh calling the disciples. To him, that was all they were also preordained. That was a predetermined thing, right? Was to multiply himself. He wanted to duplicate or multiply himself, his ministry, you know, uh, to spread it abroad. 12, the number 12 is significant, right? Representing the 12 tribes of Israel or 12 nations. Ah, do I have any scholars in, in here with me? Do I have any scholars here? He wanted to multiply himself. 12 is the number of government as well. Government. Yes, that sounds like a, yeah, that's, that's a legal term, right? And, and it, it also means that the kingdom, his kingdom that he preached about all the time, he came preaching the kingdom or the govern, the governing authority over the earth. That is the actual governing authority. It is the kingdom of God. So, 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 you know, um, that, that womb is, 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 is very, very significant. And, you know, you're holding on to people in the womb instead of releasing out them out of the womb, you know, and that's why the churches are dying. That's why these churches are dying. Because if a woman holds on to a baby after the baby is already, you know, ready to come out and start pushing it, you know, trying to come out of there and you're trying to hold the baby in there and stuff, you're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah. You're going to bleed to death. You're going to do all that. You are going to die. I, I've never seen a woman who can hold on to a baby and live. So that's why the churches are dying. And that's why God said that those are daycare. That's, that's daycare. That's baby, uh, baby school. You know, and you're not, you're not training them for war. You're not training them for anything. You're just holding them in there, holding them in the womb. That's why your churches are dying. Your, your ministries are dying. Ichabod is on the, is on the house. He said, yeah, no spirit, no manifestation of power, no manifestation of the of, of the ministry of Jesus. No, no, no miracles, no deliverance, no healing, you know. You want to cram it into a, you know, into a, a, a three minute prayer. And if it goes over three minutes, you know, then, you know, we don't want to distract the, the people in the service. It's deliverance. People are getting healed. What do you mean distraction? Are we here to please the people or God? There's no demonstration because you didn't prepare for demonstration. Maybe you're not being obedient to the Lord. Maybe, perhaps. It says here, um, uh, uh, this, this is the purpose of 
the, the body of the woman. And when the man enters the body, he is worshiping her. <laughs> He's worshiping his wife. Mm -hmm. He's giving himself to his wife. Amen. It is a divine connection, a kingdom connection, and, and it's called worship. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So what are we? So ask yourself, who have you been worshiping? Then you've been. Uh, have you men? <laughs> you've been worshiping some unclean woman that's not your wife. Taking fire into your own bosom, you're gonna get burned in more ways than one. <laughs> Glory, I hope not. You know, hope you don't get get burned for real and you end up at the clinic. You know, you're gonna get burned. You know, women, who are you bowing down and worshiping with your mouth that be that belongs to God? Oh, 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 we worship with our mouth, right? Uh-huh. The devil said, yeah, 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 yeah. I want that kind of worship. <laughs> Bow down and worship me. Told you this was rated R. Bow down and worship me. But God speaks against those who have unclean lips, right? He says, he says, no, I'm going to purge your lips. Jeremiah said, I'm a man of unclean lips. He said, I'm going to purge your lips and purify your lips. You don't, we don't use our mouth for that. We, we use our mouth to minister the word of life, to speak life, amen, into the lives of people, of God's people, amen. So. Now we're coming to, uh, how long I've been on here? Hour 22 minutes. I'm, I'm going to be out of here in uh, 10 minutes. Yeah, because I have to, because I have to uh, get uh, my son to work. Uh, now we're coming to um, uh, this, the, the origin of this thing. Where did this thing start? You know, because everything that, that we see, you know, it has already been, and, and, and there was a beginning to that thing, right? Um, um, what did the, what did the Nephilim do in Genesis chapter six? The, 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 the sons of God, the Bible says, um, that the sons of God, uh, came into, I mean, let me pull that scripture here for you because I want you to I want you to write this one and, and I want you to look at it really good. Genesis chapter six. I, I, I touched briefly on this um, last week, but we're, we're going to look at this here a little bit. Genesis chapter six, it says, and it came to pass when men began to multiply, verse one, on the face of the earth and the daughters uh, and daughters were born unto them. When men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, <coughs> excuse me, or beautiful. And then, and they took the wives uh, and they took them wives of all which they chose. Amen. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that. He also is flesh. Now, funny he used that word flesh because, you know, this is about gratifying the flesh. It has nothing to do with the spirit unless it's between a man and woman in covenant marriage. Uh, 
you know, by God, right? Uh, that is when sex becomes spiritual. Well, actually, no, because it is spiritual. If you're having sex with a demon, a, 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 an unclean spirit, I guess that's spiritual too. <laughs> so, so copy paste. Uh, so, so, you know, so copy paste again, right? <laughs> gotcha. So, so, so it, it, it is fleshly though. It, it is fleshly in nature. You know, you don't go into the bed with bedroom with your husband or your wife, you know, uh, with your Bible, you know what I'm saying? Talking about, we're going to read some scripture and then we finna come together. No, 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 no. It's fleshly. It's a fleshly thing, right? Um, so the purpose is to please uh, each other. It, it says that uh, my spirit, God said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that. He also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. 12. Are we seeing that? 12. We seeing it? Uh-huh. It says these were there. Uh, verse four, there were giants in the earth in those days. And also, now why is he these these why are these scriptures connected like this? Look at this. Look at this. Why are these these scriptures connected like this? God begins to talk about my spirit shall not always strive with man. Why? Because he saw that these evil fallen angels, right, or Nephilim saw the saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they began to take wives of them or sleep with them or have sex with them of all that they chose. That's why we have the, you know, the uh never-ending trend of men that wants to have as many women as they can get, you know, before they get before they settle down and get married and then that, and then many of them still don't stop. You know, that's the same spirit they want they took women of all which they chose means that they they uh, taking them wives that means back then you didn't have no marriage license or certificate to get married you know you didn't have to show no driver's license you know what i'm saying you were you didn't have to get no blood test you know what i'm saying you just when a man went into a woman she became his wife so these evil demonic angels fallen angels called the sons of God, they, uh, they saw that these women were beautiful and they began to sleep with these women. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that. He also is flesh yet. His days shall be 120 years. Mm. Mm. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men. Now the sons of God here is talking about um, there are there are two different types of sons of God. There are, you know, uh, we, well, we're all sons of God, but then you have evil. Uh, back then there were, um, it's, it's referring to the, the sons of God who were the angels before they fell. Amen. Because, um, uh, the book of Genesis was actually, uh, written before the flood. It was written before the flood. Um, excuse me. It was written after the flood. It was written after the flood. Um, and, and, and that's why we see this is talking about, you know, this in the book of Genesis, the flood is being spoken about in the book of Genesis. It starts to talk about Noah here shortly. The reason why is because 
Genesis was written after the flood. Moses wrote the Pentateuch after the flood, right? So we think it's before the flood because we're reading it in that one. But no, remember, this is a writing. This is a recording. This is a scribe. It, it, you know, he wrote this about the things that he saw and heard. He's recording what he already saw and heard. Are we getting that? And so uh, Genesis is not the actual beginning, beginning. Genesis is the first, Genesis meaning first, is the first uh, recording or written uh, script that was found or written by Moses. Amen. So, so this is after the flood. So we can't say, well, the flood came and, and washed all the all the uh, the wicked giants and all the you know the the nephilims and all the the wicked people away and and they drowned in the flood and how did they get back on the earth again? No, 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 no. The flood was first. <laughs> this is after the flood. It says there were giants in the earth in those days and after that when the and after that and also after that. Pay attention to scripture. And also after that, I'm in the King James. When the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, came in unto them, came in unto them, and they bare children to them. Ah, the same became, became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Right? I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. I, I know you see it. You know, these, these evil angels, right? These fallen angels had sex with these women and, and, and the women had children by the angels. I told you there's nothing new under the sun. Jesus was born of an, the Holy Spirit. He was born. He, he was, he was conceived by a spirit by way of the Holy Ghost. Spirits can have sex with people. Oh, you, you, you forgot about incubus that you slept with last week, you know, succubus, uh, young, young men. Um, you know, did you forget <laughs> spirits can have sex with people and they can also bear children. They can also, yes, they can. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Uh-huh. The same began, at least at that time, they could because this, we're reading it, right? And they bear children to them. <laughs> the same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. Now, how did they create something physical with these women? Uh, I was, um, I was listening to, uh, uh, a broadcast. My brother broke it down very, very well. And it was a question that I did not have the answer to, but I got this answer from my brothers. Um, when I say my brothers, I'm, I'm, I'm normally talking about Isaiah Saldivar and, um, uh, Alexander Pagani. Isaiah is in, uh, LA, Los Angeles and Alexander Pagani are in, is in uh, New York city and they have churches, you know, uh, but Isaiah is also a podcaster like myself. Um, but they are my brothers in the faith in the Lord um, that I have come across in, in online ministry that um, are the only ones that God has used to confirm the things that he has taught me and shown me that were not taught me by man, but out of the scripture and the spirit of truth taught me. 
the Holy Ghost taught me and showed me these things. And so when I'm sitting there thinking, Lord, I must be crazy. Am I going crazy? My mind is like, <laughs> are you losing it? Are you losing it? Are you losing it? You know, devil done tried to take my mind before. So, you know, I'm prone to that, I suppose. But, you know, hey, you know, that's what therapy is for. But anyway, you know, um, you know, so so I'm sitting here thinking, Oh Lord, I think I'm going crazy. Ain't nobody else preaching about this. Ain't nobody else saying this. You know how you know I feel alone in this thing. What? And then then I I have more questions. You know, and I'm doing more research and stuff like that. Well, God sent them just to make it a little easier on me because they are in the same mode of deliverance and you know um, uh, healing and things of that nature. And 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 they preach the kingdom and things of that. You know, the they manifest the ministry of Jesus Christ which was a ministry of the demonstration of the power of the love of God to his people. Amen. And so, and so, um, uh, they are often refresh me in the faith and in the word. And they often, uh, provide confirmation, uh, to what the Lord is showing me or also help to provide the answers to the questions that I have, because God uses people also to answer your questions. You know, uh, the spirit of truth. If, if, if someone has the Holy ghost, you know, and they're preaching the truth, you know, then you're going to find answers there. See, you're going to find answers. So why are we not filling ourselves up with the knowledge of the truth so we can provide answers to people? Told you a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, these people out here, they need answers to their questions. They have unanswered questions. And this is how we let our light shine in the world is by getting the knowledge, getting the wisdom, of, uh, you know, of, 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 of the knowledge of God and um, and also of the systems of this world. Yeah, because G, uh, Moses was learned in all the ways of the Egyptians and so was Apostle Paul learned in all the ways of the uh, the Romans, right? And so, you know, we need to get knowledge and with all our getting get wisdom and with all our getting get understanding why so we can share it and help turn on the lights around this place you know where where the devil got people walking in gross darkness or the lack of knowledge there we go destroyed for lack of knowledge okay so he said um uh he answered this question for me about because i was wondering i was like well how did these um these women bear children, though, by these evil angels. A woman and an angel can't have a seed. <laughs> and, 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 and they said, yeah, because they, uh, uh, because they uh, shapeshift, shapeshifting spirits. Uh -huh. They can become, they can take on uh, a man's image. They can embody a man. Angels appear as men or they appear, they still do. And they appeared as men back then. If you notice, they came to, uh, Abraham and Sarah's house, right? And they sat down and they, what they ate <laughs> with them. Right. So, so he was like, Oh, angels have stomachs. Now they can digest food. Uh-huh. Because they came in the form of man. And the Bible talks about, you know, uh, angels, um, uh, being uh, ministering spirits, right? And also, uh, um, when we talk about, you know, churches and stuff like that, we often say, oh, you know, to the angel of this house, right? It is a person. It is a man or a woman, right? And then often, you know, if you're in, a, in, in, in trouble, you know, God may 
uh, a sinning angel to you, you know, who comes in the form of a person, a human being in a human body. They help you. It's happened to me several times before, you know, um, they appear, they out of nowhere, <laughs> you know, like was when I was in, in the worst car wreck of my life and I almost died. That angel showed up so fast. It, it was like a blink of an eye and he was standing there. He came from nowhere. And he was standing there, you know, helping me, you know, um, they, they, they come, they show up, they, they did, <coughs> they, um, uh, accomplish their task or their assignment, you know, whatever their assignment was to you, you know what I'm saying? To help you or to minister to you or whatever that assignment is. And then they go, you might look up, you know, you see them, they're there, they're helping you. The next thing, you know, you turn around and say, thank you. They're gone. You see what I'm saying? So they can shape shift. They can, they can take on human form. Demons can also take on animal form, beastly form. Amen. Amen. So, you know, yeah, they can. And, and when they take on human form and, and, and then have sex with a woman, that woman can bring forth a child. Uh-huh. So it says uh, the same, I just wanted to break that down for you. The same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Now we're talking about mighty men. Um, we're, we're, we're looking at like people like Goliath now, right? Mighty, mighty, what in stature, big, tall, strong men of renown, very strong, very, you know, uh, very well known for his stature or his height. If you ever look at some of those docu-series or whatever, you'll see that archaeologists have dug up the, the bones or the skulls or the uh, remains of uh, giants, the giants that were in the earth at this time that we're reading about now. It says, and it repented the Lord. Uh, it, it says, verse 5, and God saw the wickedness of man that it was uh, uh, that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. All he thought about was evil, right? Is that not right? What we seeing today? Okay. And it repented the Lord. What did Jesus say? In the, it, 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 as, as it was in the days of Noah, right? And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. It grieved the Lord. It grieved the Lord. It grieved the Lord. And the Lord, you know, wanted to repent that he had made man. You know, and the Lord said the first time that the Lord ever, you know, I wanted to repent for making man. He's like, oh, wow. You know, look at these guys. Look at the decisions they're making, man. Look at the, look at these women. Look at, look. Yeah. The woman is the one that allowed it. What time? Oh, do you? You didn't tell me that. I'm on my IG live. Okay. We're going to be. Okay. I got to go. You guys. I thought he was. Uh, I thought we were leaving at three. He has to be there at three. Okay. It says that, uh, it says that, uh, and God saw the wickedness of man that was great in the earth. Every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Uh, and it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it was, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. 
both man and beast and creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Right? Right? Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Why? But verse 9, because Noah was a just man and perfect or upright in his generations. And Noah walked with God. Amen. Um, Noah walked with God. Right? And it talks about how Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And the earth also was corrupt before God. And the earth was filled with violence. Right? So we see here that Noah didn't have sons after the flood. <laughs> he had sons before the flood. Um, excuse me. Noah didn't have uh, sons um, before the flood. He had sons after the flood. You see how the seed perpetuated there, right? Um, because one of Noah's sons was actually wicked. That's how we get, you know, um, that's how we get uh, the descendants of uh, of uh, of Ham. Is it Ham or Shem or Ham? Yeah, the one, you know, the one that 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 uh, didn't cover his father's wickedness, but exposed his his father, right? And uh, or didn't cover his father's drunkenness. Excuse me, because Noah was not wicked, but he did get drunk in, in the tent, and 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 one of his sons, you know, uh, exposed him and tried to. Well, we think that, that he tried to uh, uh, lay with his with his father. Uh, that is uh, some. That is the theory of some. But I'm gonna have to stop here. And next time we're gonna pick up from from this point, um, and we're gonna talk about this a little bit, and we're gonna unpack about um, um, how uh, what the Nephilim you know did, and the uh, um, how this sex thing perpetuated into so much corrupt uh, wickedness or how it's connected actually to the wickedness. We're going to unpack about Sodom and Gomorrah uh, as well as continue to talk about the days of Noah. Amen. Um, but the Lord is saying, you know, uh, Satan is coming uh, for your libido. He's coming, you know, for your libido. That is the entrance he wants into your bloodline. He wants to corrupt your blood, can corrupt you uh, by getting inside of you and making the covenant there, and he, and also in your mind, we'll talk. We'll talk a bit about that. Uh, the mind, how because a, a, a demonic spirit is a thought, right? Um, uh, but God is saying here, what is what is the what is the uh, what is the um, what is the uh, lesson of this message? The lesson is to get your sex life in check. Get, get your libido in check. Get your sex life in check because it's directly connected to the wickedness and the, and the sinful immorality or sex, uh, excuse me, the sinful behavior or conduct in, in today's society. I'm going to prove that to you uh, next week. So meet me here next week as a continuation uh, for the, uh, on this uh, particular message. Amen. Uh, sex slaves, or I might change it to sex driven, how to destroy unclean spirits. Amen. Uh, one o'clock PM central standard time next Wednesday. Now tomorrow I will be back here for another episode of how to slay in prayer. It is strictly audio and uh, we'll just strictly be praying and it will be on YouTube live and as well as, um, clubhouse. Amen. Uh, so yeah, I have to go, but I love you guys and I will see you, uh, tomorrow. Amen. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you catch the replay, uh, great. 
you know, I understand that, you know, this, these are working hours or whatever, uh, that I'm filming, but, um, yeah, just make sure to please like comment and share to spread the truth everywhere. Amen. And, um, I will see you soon. God bless you. And thank you for joining me today. All right. Bye-bye.